The UTH Dynasty trade calculator is always up to date with the latest player values customized to formats around your Dynasty leagues. I am Chad Parsons, but I wanted to make a big announcement because thanks to all the feedback from the super fans that use the UTH trade calculator for their leagues, uh, use it on a regular basis, um, I, every year or two I like to do a survey of what are some leagues that people aren't using anymore in the calculator, a uh, little old, little little um, archaic dinosaur-ish, and that really aren't with uh, the current year, the current time here in 2023, and then which ones can we add and found uh, through surveys six formats that are going to be added and and really thinking about where Dynasty is going. Plenty of uh, old standbys are covered, but 26 custom-built formats are in the trade calculator. You have uh, neutral, contending, and rebuilding settings for uh, all of those 26 custom formats. So the old standbys, like uh, you know, just stock one quarterback, 12 team PPR, uh, again, that, that's a tried and true favorite. That's not leaving anytime soon. Uh, and there's been a, a ton of additions uh, in recent memory. Still have some that are half PPR, still have some non-PPR, but just frankly had too many uh, that were a little you know funky, like 10 team non-PPR, one quarterback. That's a pretty old school format and, and tough to find, frankly. So uh, getting some of those out and getting a lot more with tight end premiums of various iterations, some 14 teamers, some 16 teamers. So I wanted to go over that in a quick show just to say thank you uh, to the super fans that, that um, really put in the time to respond about what types of leagues they play in, what's not covered, you know, what's inconvenient to try to... Uh, change uh, and alter, you know, like, ah, I boost this position, I take away from this position, because something in the calculator just is not exactly right. And one of the things I, I go by are these are custom built formats, they're supposed to be uh, really tight uh, to the accuracy of the format. But obviously, you know, if you're sitting there, and you're like, well, this all works, except for point per carry for a running back, well, then it doesn't fit. You know, that, that's a huge piece of the puzzle, when you're thinking about trading, and when you're thinking about all the things the trade calculator can do for you. So, I want to go over those six formats that are being added. And like I mentioned, there's a lot of stock uh, one quarterback formats, and there's a little bit of non-PPR, half PPR still um, in there. Um, but the six that are being added, uh, first of all, uh, one that has been around for a while, and I, I thank goodness that there was enough support to get it on my radar, because uh, this time period between the NFL Combine and the NFL Draft of about five weeks, six weeks, is really the perfect time to have additional bandwidth to to make changes like this. I still have a couple things. I'll get to this late in the show in a few minutes on, on what I still want to do with the trade calculator by the NFL draft. But first of all, FFPC TriFlex. And this is one where I had to dig in. I haven't personally played the format. I have played plenty of FFPC, whether it's one quarterback or Superflex, but get in on what the TriFlex means. And you have a Superflex, uh, so that's not uncommon to FFPC. You have the tight end premium scoring at 1.5 PPR, but you also have an added flex. So it just increases the depth of those uh, of those rosters. So that is now in there. So you have FFPC standard, you have FFPC superflex, and now you have FFPC triflex. So that, that's a new format. Next, uh, for the 12 teamers, uh, we have a 12 team superflex with 1.5 tight end PPR. So you get the boost there. And for the record, uh, Safe Leagues, which is a common uh, format as well, which is Superflex with two PPR for tight ends, that is also in it. So the only difference there is you're going to get the tight end premium um, 1.5 versus 2.0. But both of those now are in the trade calculator. Next for 12 team, 
We have Superflex with point per carry. Uh, so that is with no tight end premium. Uh, that got a few votes uh, for additions. So that is another format where, again, you're no tight end premium involved there. And then you have another one, uh, and this is, again, being be, becoming far more common, 12-team Superflex, and you have two tight end uh, in lineups plus the premium scoring. So they, they, you're getting the boost uh, in terms of lineup, but you're also getting the boost with the scoring. Uh, and, again, that's going to be a common thread here because we're also adding 14-team uh, Superflex. And then we're also adding 14-team Superflex with two tight end and premium scoring. Uh, so those are the six formats that are being added. Uh, we have, out of the 26, we have four 16-team formats uh, going through everything from the works, which is point per carry, tight end premium, super flex, to two tight end, to super flex alone, to one quarterback. Uh, so a really good blend as I'm looking at it. 14-team, I would still argue is not super common. Uh, I've actually argued that, you know, whatever your regular season is going to be, uh, and I think right now I'd be sitting at 14 weeks, why not just have a 15-team league? You know, that you play every team once and then, you know, one of the teams could play maybe against the, the average score, you know, for that for that given week if you just average everything together and then you get a result. So you have one where you just play the, the league average. Anyway, but I, I always thought it was interesting where <laughs> people get uh, bent into uh, or, or so traditionalized, well, we have to have divisions. Like I, I'm in some some leagues where it's like, you, oh, we have a divisions of four teams. We have divi four divisions of three teams. Like, like what are we doing here? You can just put everyone together. It's okay. <laughs> like, there's no, we're not getting rivalries here. Uh, like the, you know, the Cowboys and Eagles or anything like that. Um, so uh, anyway, I, I think it was really important that, you know, we have a blend of 14, plenty of 12-team leagues, a couple of 10-team leagues, which, again, are not super common. And, and frankly, uh, we're some of the biggest vote getters of, like, I don't know who's playing these leagues. Um, so up to 26. And I want to go over just quickly a couple things on the trade calculator. First of all, you know, if you are thinking of signing up for the site, just know you're going to get uh, you're going to get a free preview of the trade calculator. It's a standalone purchase. There's some people on UTH that that's all they get. Uh, they listen to the weekly show uh, that's free. And then they also uh, get the trade calculator uh, at various points during the calendar or just the 12 month subscription. And again, that's going to do a world of good um, in your leagues. And then uh, there's plenty of people that, that have the whole package, which is all the podcasts and, and all the written content, the rankings, uh, you know, Debbie, Rookie, all that stuff, um, plus the, the trade calculator. But everyone just signing up, you're going to get a preview and you can, you can uh, kick the tires and, and, and take it for a spin in your, in your leagues and, and get some work done, even if it's only for a, a week or two. Uh, I want to go over a couple other things. As I mentioned, you have neutral setting, uh, which I, I tend to use quite a bit. I think 80-90% of the time, that's what you should be using. Uh, if you are looking at something that is closer to a market consensus, or you're looking at something that is going to be more of a win now type move or addition to your team, use the contending. Um, or if you're just a strong team, using those contending uh, values is also going to be a boon and a boost for its utility. And then finally, the building which is, let's say you took over uh, an orphan team, not very good, you're pretty far away, and I still say pretty far away is not the current year, but the next year, then using the building, it's going to have a little more of a long-term lens, and it's going to value youth, insulation, um, and, and picks just a little bit more in those formats. And there's a lot here uh, in terms of how you can use it. Um, I have current year, once you, we get past like mid, mid to late January, which we are you know, recording this in March, we are well past that in 2023, that the individual pick values for the current year are in there. 
Uh, so there, there's different formats for how the, the, the rookie picks look. And then you can also use the historical average values for any pick into the future. And I, I give a lot of customization for how to use those picks in the future because it's going to be you know rookie one, rookie 10, rookie 20. And so you can estimate that based on the strength of the team, uh, your own or someone else's if you're trading for or away with those picks. And you can also base it on how conservative or aggressive you want to be with the estimation. So it gives a lot of it's not just going to be a stock, uh, you know, 24 first or 25 first, uh, you have actually have a lot of customization uh, built in to the process there. But then again, once you get to the, the current year, you can uh, look at, you know, it's exactly, you know, 101, 108 uh, that you can get those values. Uh, so that's a, a good use. You have five uh, slots for each side of the trade. I know every once in a while you can go past uh, five in a trade, but let's face it, if you're doing that juggernaut of a deal, then uh, there's probably going to be one or two pieces that really don't matter uh, to which side you should be preferring and by how much when you get to the, the end of the road there. And then uh, the other other components here are, and one of the key things that I feel like every show I ever do about trading or every show I do about the trade calculator is the best player premium. Uh, that they're you know trading away or trading for the best player in the deal, and especially if it's graphically so, that it's a huge uh, premium that should be put on that that player or asset. And the general line that I, that I say for those, those using the calculator, and honestly, anytime uh, that, that someone hasn't really read all the way through the strategy guide that, that's on the page before they start using it and trading it, trading with it and all that, is a lot of times they trade the best player or asset in the deal and don't get enough. Um, so you have to be A, careful uh, trading the best player in the deal. I do a whole 10, 15, 20 minute show on uh, dynasty trading strategy every single year. And, and one of the topics, one of the feature shows is, you know, trading the best player or asset in a trade. Um, and that, so, I mean, you need to get at least plus 30%. And really a lot of times if it's a, a premium position or something that's highly valued, like a quarterback in super flex, like a, a, a notable tight end in two tight end or, or even two PPR, things like that, you have to be very careful about getting enough, you know, and I think it's, I think as a seller, it's plus 30% at the absolute minimum, but plus 40 plus 50% is certainly in line, you know, when you're looking at what the margin needs to be as a seller and then a buyer, you know, obviously you're looking to buy at less than plus 30% going towards the other side. Um, but you know, if you're a strong team, if it's a, if it's a core player at a core position for the format, then again, uh, the, it's kind of like the, did you get enough for Patrick Mahomes, uh, <laughs> angle that, uh, Jordan and I joke about on the football guy show all the time, which is, uh, it's hard to pay too much, uh, for certain players at certain positions in certain formats. It's just, so that's why, you know, it's a general guidepost. And as a buyer, you know, you'd be aggressive, but you gotta be hyper aggressive if you are a seller and even considering that type of deal. So there's a whole section on about trading the best player. And then the other part is you can also leverage the market because there's an ADP slider, uh, which incorporates the market value for those players. And you can see how it aligns or is dissimilar to UTH valuations. And then also, uh, it, it has a, a slider that is for age values. So that is another thing to consider where there might be more insulation. Uh, it, it, that's a big combination of 
uh, ad, of likely longevity uh, in the NFL uh, using historical data, as well as combining, you know, what's their pedigree, what's their production, and, uh, you know, how are they looking in terms of where they are in their career arc in addition to the position they play. You put all that together, and then it'll compare, you know, all the players, all the assets on one side versus the other um, as, an, as an ancillary way to, to shade and, and view a deal uh, through that prism. And then uh, another couple things I will mention, because yes, it's for trading. But you can also look at the value of your team. And yeah, you have to put, that, put in five assets at a time. But a lot of times what I say is you only need about 15, maybe 20 at the absolute most, uh, putting in players on, on, on a roster to check out what the, the team value is. All of these formats are based on a 2,400 per uh, league cap of, of value. Uh, for all the assets together. And that's why you get, hey, why is this player quote unquote worth less in this other format? Well, he's not worth less. It's just that there might be two tight end and all of a sudden the tight ends are worth more. It's about the relationship between the players. Not so much this guy's worth a 37 in this format and a 52 in that format. You have to look at, well, are you comparing that to this tight end? Are you comparing it to rookie, rookie 106? Like, what are you comparing it to? Because that's the real litmus test on how we're, we're looking at this because uh, you know, the more relevant players, the the lower the number of the top guy, if that makes sense. I mean, if Patrick, if you're if we're playing in a 16 team uh, super flex with no other positional premiums, then yeah, Patrick Mahomes and those elite quarterbacks are going to be through the moon because you can say, well, what else really matters in that format? It's a good question. The answer is not a whole lot. But then if you go 16 team super flex and then you put two tight end with premium scoring on that. Well, I mean, the values have to, you know, the, the value has to come from somewhere. So Mahomes might be worth a little bit less, but that's because Mark Andrews is worth a lot more and TJ Hawkinson's worth a lot more, just to give a comparison. Uh, but anyway, to, to compare team value, and this is a great way to look at orphans, a great way to maybe stack up. When I first started using the trade calculator, I, I'd say this all the time, is I used it for a year or two on my own, just in my little Excel spreadsheet, uh, making trades, but I had a power ranking. I was in at the time, I think maybe six, six, seven, eight leagues or something. And I had sheets, uh, that were built out on each one of them where I had the notable players and assets. And I had a, a, a team strength, a power ranking for each of my leagues. And so when a trade was made, then, you know, I would adjust the, the rosters and it was all by hand. And this was years and years ago. But uh, it it was a really good gauge uh, when I was trading for future picks on estimating. You know, you can. I've gotten good enough. You can just sort of glance at the rosters and have a good idea of as that early, mid, late. Uh, you know, what's the the range on that pick? And I always write it down in my in my trade journal because uh, you know just to see. Oh well, it ended up at three oh eight. You know, I thought that was a mid third and things like that. But again, that twenty four hundred per uh, per league cap. Uh, means in a 12-team league, the average team or the average value would be 200. 300 is a, a really strong team. 150 or 100, hey, they might be at risk of becoming an orphan. You know, someone might walk away from that. Not very good. And then for a 10-team league, obviously 240 would be the average. And you can keep you know using that multiplier uh, up and down. But it's really good to look at where do I stand, you know, and, and it might surprise you. Some of the team leagues might be top heavy and two or three teams are, you know, a 12 team or two or three teams might be 250 plus 300 uh, or so. And that means at the bottom, you might have a couple teams under 100. You might have uh, a few teams under 150 or 175. And that's a pretty spread out uh 
power ranking and hierarchy of a league. That that's one usage of it. And again, I think projecting future picks, I think looking at where you stand and how aggressive maybe you want to be uh, with with improving and, and pushing your chips in or certain types of trades will depend on where you sit in the hierarchy of the league. And then, uh, so, so that's a big section. And then finally, uh, one other way is in startup drafts uh, when you're looking at, well, you know, I'm trading a you know 108 in the startup draft, and that's typically like this type of player. Or this type of player would be what I would uh, be targeting. And then you can also uh, superimpose. Well, I'm trading up to 103, and here's who I would be picking, and here's the cost. So you can you can put in players and assets uh, for any type of trade. It doesn't have to be an existing league per se. So those are some of the notable uh, features there. Like I mentioned, uh, uh, you know, you can sign up as a traditional. Uh, traditional uh, member there for all the podcasts, but you can also, it's a standalone product. And again, the six, six new uh, formats, super excited about it. I haven't added a format. I believe, I think I added one, one or two last off season, but six is really, Hey, we need to get with the times. We need to get current with this on what types of leagues people are playing. And I feel like, again, the ones I eliminated that were non PPR, half PPR, I actually had a 20 team league that was in there and I'm not really sure why. Um, I mean, I, I, I should be going also, I should, I should almost document the questions I receive from subscribers and just from folks in general in a given year of like the type of league they play. Cause I don't know if I've ever had a 20, 20 uh, team question <laughs> in terms of uh, a trade or a strategy or team building or anything like that. So, uh, but but really excited about all the two tight end with premium questions I'm getting and the the startups I'm seeing and just between 12 team, 14 team, 16 team need to have that covered. Uh, I think the FFPC Triflex was very important and overdue as a format to have in there. And then again, I think incorporating more super flex and one quarterbacks, you know, there's not a lot of variety. I mean, there might be a little bit of, you know, premium here or there, but I don't see a lot of point per carry or, or dynamic shifts in in uh, positional value with one quarterback formats. They still exist. Plenty are still being drafted, but I believe I already have those covered with the 12 team and, uh, and you know, other 14 team, 16 team variety here for the trade calculator. So a massive update. Uh, it actually went offline for two or three hours as I was putting it in, testing it. And uh, I wanted to shout out, I think is, uh, I want to get the name right, but it got lost in my emails. But, but there was one subscriber that that quickly like was going through and I had, I had one, <laughs> I literally had one letter off, one piece of code and formula that was off. And it was for two formats that I was adding with two tight end and premium that uh that it produced like hyper low values for them instead of obviously hyper high values which they should have and it literally was just connecting to the wrong part of a of a spreadsheet and I, and I had to fit, go in and fix that for for two formats but but massive thanks uh to the super fan that helped out when when I thought everything was good I I scrubbed and checked a variety of the formats but needed to go in and change that before I had the uh had the final changes and uh, everything was uploaded. So it's a minor thing, you know, about having it offline and back up, but I really try to have it um, all battle tested before I even upload it. Um, but it had to have it here for the update. 
Um, we're still in the 2.0 version, as I always call it. But again, this thing gets updated with player values and, and ADP, ADP monthly, I would say, um, at a minimum. And then uh, the player values, it's as needed. I think I updated the trade calculator at least three or four times over the over this free agency period alone, uh, updated it again after the, the NFL combine. So it gets plenty and plenty of, of new data that is always dated there on the, on the page itself. So, uh, there you go. Uh, a summary of kind of where we stand state of the union. Um, I also expanded since I'm up to about mid fifties in terms of rookies, of the 2023 class. So now you have the individual rookie picks going all the way out into the fifties for uh, 2023, if you should need it. But like I mentioned, I mean, if someone's throwing in pick, pick 53 of this year's class, I have a hard time thinking that's going to swing you from uh, liking the deal or not liking the deal. All right. I am Chad Parsons until next time, never settle, refuse to be average and keep building those dynasties. <laughs>